Namaste, everyone, and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast, where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host, Christina Andrini, founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr, as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. So now that we've gone over all that fun stuff, right? it's, a, it's kind of a lot, right? It's like, oh, wow, business of yoga is very different than what I thought it was. The best thing is that you already have a location and you already have a studio and you already have an idea of what you want to do. I'm a very artistic person. And for that reason, I like to create a mind map. So I get my little markers and I get my crayons and I get all my stuff out and I got paper, big old poster board from the $1.25 store nowadays. Right. (laughs) And I make the circle in the middle yoga studio. Then I have the branches. So how am I going to grow my yoga studio? Well, if you draw your circle and you have yoga studio, one branch is going to be operations. Another branch is going to be, and think of your tree of life, right? The branches that grow, because remember the eight limbs of yoga, this is the eight limbs of yoga for business. All right. And so when we look at the eight limbs of yoga for business, we have to look at the root, right? The root is the seed. What is the seed? Well, the intention What's the intention, the mission, the mission is going to be the seed that you're going to plant. From there grows, begins to grow the little, the little cute little bloop that comes out of the ground, right? So the little bulb that comes out of the ground, right, is what we're going to start to nourish. So we need to have, the roots need to grow so that they can nourish and provide the fruit. So in order to get to the low hanging fruit as well, we have to be able to nourish the seed. What is the intention? We're a for-profit business doing XYZ is our mission statement. And the mission statement will evolve over time and refine itself. But you need to have a core. Then you want to have who the farmer is. So who's going to nourish the operations team? Who's going to make all the things happen? Is it my best studio? Or you can run it, etc. Right? Very easy. It's a very easy foundation to get going. Okay? Then you want to know what are the forms, what are the ways in which we are going to add all of this nourishment into the business, right? So we want to make sure that we're ethical. We want to make sure that we're non-stealing. We want to make sure that we're, that we are practicing non-violence. We want to make sure that we're practicing the yamas and the niyamas, all right, of the business. And so in order to get through the, the yamas and niyamas, and we want to know, well, what are the practices that we're going to instill? What classes, what workshops, 
Are you going to have teacher training? Are you going to have retreats? If you do have retreats, are they going to be local? Are they going to be international? Are they going to be domestic? If you're having yoga teacher training, are you going to do a 100-hour teacher training, which I highly encourage? Are you going to do the 200-hour? Yes, because you already started it, right? And then are you going to also to include 300 and 500? Yes. As soon as Drive Back to Yoga finishes getting off of their ass and doing it. Yes. <laughs> are you going to offer it bilingual? Ever, <laughs> amen. so you're gonna have that then and that also consists of not just the yamas and the niyamas but like a tree growing in both directions it also includes the asana right so the asana is the movement so how is this gonna move right so that's the next branch along with breathing life into it, the pranayama, the life force behind it. So this will require understanding how are we gonna breathe life into this new beautiful plant? Where is that air, that energy of vata? Who's gonna market this? How are we gonna market it? How are we gonna breathe life into all of this stuff? Also, how is it gonna move? So how are we applying vata into the movement and into the breath? of creating this studio. How are we marketing this? How are we getting it out there? Are we joining the Chamber of Commerce? Are we partnering with the Chamber of Commerce? Are we utilizing the services of the Chamber? The Chamber is $180 for the year to join and you have access to other businesses that you can collaborate with and you can breathe more life into your business. And then you want to know, well, what is my purpose? How are, we fun- how are we utilizing our purpose? How is our pitta energy creating the fire to fuel the dharma behind our purpose? And this will then shift into pratyahara, the withdrawal of the senses. I am focusing on growing this and only this, and I am not seeking outside myself. I'm inspired by my competitor landscape, but they are not my competitors, they're my collective and I am growing with them. So the Pitta energy is going to put the fuel to the fire to get everything moving and growing. It's going to be the sun that nourishes that seed, creating all of the vibrant greenery in the leaves. So the Pitta is essential in taking in the Pratyahara, the withdrawal of the senses and being so, when we're in our yoga practice that we're so removed from everything else but we're really focusing on our mat, that is what we're focusing on our business to growing it. That is one of the eight limbs, right? And then we go into the higher states of consciousness. This is our kaphic energy coming into play now. The foundation of who we truly are and in essence, who are we reaching out to? And this will be the dharna and the dhyana. So the concentration and the meditation of what we're offering. The finances that we're pouring into it. This is going to be the breath of life. This is going to encompass the yamas, the niyamas. This is going to encompass the marketing aspect of the pitta. This is going to encompass the concentration of where we're focusing on growing, the location that we're focusing on, all of that. And then after all of this is accomplished, we enter into samadhi, which is bliss. 
that we get to hang out there for a little bit, but then guess what? We get to do it all over again because <laughs> we're evolving. We're constantly evolving. So we reach the goal. We celebrate the goal. We take a little bit of a break. Hey, the studio is on vacation for two weeks and then we all come back and we're refreshed. You always want to celebrate your successes and you want to give yourself the time to nourish. We're celebrating our successes. We're going to Costa Rica. We'll be back in two weeks. Thank you. And you move right along, right? And then you you come back refreshed and you come back re-inspired and other things are going to start to evolve. And you do the process again. So that's the eight limbs of yoga for business in a nutshell. So then your homework, your life work on this is to, on a calendar, whether it's your Google calendar or your going to get one of those giant calendars from like Office Depot, you're going to map out how you're going to commit to achieving your SMART goals. And these are your, your um, measurable results, these SMART goals. And so you want to make sure that they are attainable goals within a certain amount of time. And they're essential for growing the business. They're essential. And these, you, you start kind of backwards. So if you have a goal, if you have a goal and say you want to do your first year, you want to end your first year at $80,000 in profit. Okay. So then you need to have a revenue goal of maybe $120,000, something along those lines. And you're going to want to be able to make sure that these SMART goals are measurable results that you can see as you break them down. Okay. And so the S is specific. It's a specific goal. You have to set real numbers with real deadlines. So if, for example, maybe 120,000 is a little high for this year, well then start with 50,000. You know, how much money did you invest in your business? And how much money do you need to make to recover that? All right, so break it down. You have your big number, so it's $50,000, and then you break it down into three, into the four quarters, knowing that the most abundance is generated in quarter four and quarter two. Okay, so quarter one is the first three. We're coming out of spring. Now, sometimes, depending on a brick and mortar, it could be quarter one that makes your money. It could be quarter four and one. Why? Because in quarter one, this is January, February, and March. January and how you can create specific goals around holidays. Okay, we're in New Orleans. So for us, we've got two times where we do resolutions, right? January 1st, people be like, oh, I'm going to start this new program and I'm going to do this thing and yada, 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 yada. But then they're like, oh, damn, wait a minute. It's carnival season. Hold on. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know if I'm really going to start that yet because like, it's Mardi Gras coming up and like king cake season starts on the 6th and like all the things. So then we're kind of like, well, let's utilize that to our advantage. And maybe we do themes around king cake or you're starting to do themes around Mardi Gras in your studio. This year to 2023, we know that Mardi Gras falls on the 21st of February. 
What else is in February? Valentine's Day is in February. That means we can do partner yoga, couples yoga, restorative candlelight stuff. There's solstices that you can do things around. There's equinoxes that you do things around, full moon. So really depending on what you're resonating with and utilizing these, these calendars to make these specific goals. So you know, if $50,000 is my goal, and break it down into quarters, break it down into months. And then you have your calendar and you plan, okay, January, we know we're going into carnival season. We also know that we have uh, lunar, we have full moon every month, so we do a certain full moon flow. And we also know that we wanna do um, X amount of dollars in this month. So then that's where your goals come into play. So you have specific goals and you can actually plan these out in my best studio. And then you do the same thing for February. February, you're like, okay, well now we have to make up, we, we gotta make up this much money here and we gotta do this in March. So February, we know that's pretty much Mardi Gras season. We know that we're gonna have a limited class schedule. It's gonna be a, a, it's a short month, which means the finances, you're gonna have to dip a little bit more into January and March to recover for February. Because the schedule here, you don't have the issue of having to close your studio down because you're not on a parade route. That's the beauty about being right here. You don't have to worry about that. You do, however, have a brewery across the street. So how can you collaborate with them, of whom also makes king cakes, to do something where you do a little gift bag with them and you give them a little marketing thing that their first class is free for anyone that comes here. First class free, discount on membership, upon end of your class for your first visit get your membership that day mardi gras whatever you know create something fun but that will be a way to build the business right here thinking a year in advance then we have and you have it use do it use until whatever day you know ash wednesday which is going to be in march right? Or actually in February, because it's the day after Mardi Gras is when Ash Wednesday hits. And that's really in New Orleans, not only speak for New Orleans, our new year. <laughs> that's when our new year's resolutions actually come to play. Cause we still in holiday mode. We still eating a bunch of junk. We're still being like wild and turning it up. As Chelsea says, like we are still like all over the place. And so when it comes down to it, we know that in March is after basically Lent is basically when we start getting down and dirty and like real. All right. And so that's when you want to kick off like 40 day challenges, 30 day yoga challenges. Like if you come to yoga every single day for 30 days at the studio and you can have like a, a little board up here with little stars that you put with all the students names on it then at the end they win like a free private session they win a free membership free for a month they might get a big discount on something so there's always these incentives to drive the business and to drive the students to be motivated to come like they want to see that little gold star next to their name it is a ridiculous how pissed people get if they don't see a little gold star <laughs> next to their name. so like you know like you want to drive that like inner competitiveness 
but also it helps people be accountable for their 30 day challenges. And it also makes it fun. Like they, they will rush to yoga to make sure that they are in class so that they can get that little freaking star. (laughs) So like do fun stuff like that. And then the M means measurable. This is, you want to make sure your goal is trackable. All right. That's where the Y nap comes into place. (laughs) Yes, that is where the pen is, and that is where the Y nap comes into place. So measurable results means just that you want to make sure they're measurable. You want to make sure that you're not um, hiding behind any buzzwords like um, brand engagement or social influence. Like you want to make sure like this is. This is where we started and this is where we're at right now. Like there's no deterrent from that. You also want to make sure it's attainable. And so you you work towards a goal that is challenging, but it's possible. So if you're saying to yourself that I am going to be seven figures in a year, then you need to do a lot of effing work to make sure that that happens. But if you're saying, you know what, I'm going to be five figures by the end of three months, then okay, cool. How are you going to break it down so that you can attain that goal? Because then once you get that goal, okay, I'm going to go for six figures. I'm going to go for six figures in two years. But in order to get there, I got to make my five right now and go for it. You know, maybe it's, I'm going to make $89,000 this year. How am I going to do that? I'm going to break down. I'm going to bring in guest teachers. I'm going to do this. I'm going to lead a workshop. I'm going to lead a retreat. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. I'm going to keep my costs down, etc. And that's how you're creating these measurable results. And then they're attainable. And then they're realistic. And that's what the R. The R is realistic. And you want to be honest with yourself. You know uh, what you are and, and you know what your team is capable of and you know what you're capable of. And so you don't want to create any hurdles that are not necessary. All right. So this is where you're really making sure that everything is realistic. And maybe it's Every month we do a major sound healing with Chelsea and she comes in, she brings her tribe and it's like a whole thing. And these are realistic results. You're going to see 30 people show up every single time at $40 a pop or $30 a pop or whatever. And then a portion goes to you, a portion goes to her. Maybe Chelsea does a mini boutique out of the studio in the Zen Den corner and 20% of whatever she sells goes to the studio and you you could do that through my best studio also. So that's called retail. So you can do all of that and it's easy, easy, easy. And it's realistic and it's realistic. And then it's time bound. You give yourself a deadline and I like doing deadlines in a way that I give myself some wiggle room. So if I know my fiscal year and a fiscal year can be whenever the start of the business was, October 3rd to October 3rd is the fiscal year. Calendar year is January 1st through December 31st. Know the difference. And then that way you know how you're going to create your plan. So when you're creating your business plan, are you creating a business plan that is based off of a fiscal year or a calendar year? And those are the SMART goals. So it's time bound. You keep pushing towards a goal and you're going to hit it. Not someday. You're going to hit it. And if you don't hit it, 
then you know what you need to do for the following year. <coughs> Bless you. So for example, if I gold myself to make $120,000 this year and I fell short by say six or $7,000, then that six and $7,000, I'm gonna tack it onto next year. And I'm gonna recover it somehow, some way. Whether it's gonna be a Givnola Day promo event, whether it's pushing super hard for Giving Tuesday, uh, maybe it's an anniversary fundraiser, but I've gotta recover that $6,000 somehow because I'm not gonna fall short of my goal, right? Because you have to operate your business. You gotta pay your people and you gotta make sure that everything is moving as it needs to so that the business is gonna become sustainable. And so, Nowadays, we're shifting onto platforms like internet platforms. Everything costs money. Keeping the cost down may look a certain way that you're keeping the cost down, but at the same time, you're kind of needing all of these programs to facilitate your business. And that's assets to your business, subscriptions, anything else that you pour into your Schedule C has reference back to all of these goals. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love and namaste.